What's going on, crew? Welcome to today's Tick Chiropractic Conversations. It's Trent Scheidecker connecting you to a culture of chiropractic principles, questions, and chiropractors. And today's principle is focusing in on the concept of moving towards an effective quality of life. To begin, I'd like to share a quote that inspires me on this topic. And that quote goes like this. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. When hearing wise advice, it is usually guided by someone trying to help someone else do something that they themselves have seen results in. When hearing wise advice on something you could take advantage of, it really becomes a mental challenge to accept it, or it can become a mental challenge to accept it. It takes courage to acknowledge our vulnerabilities and then do what we know needs to be done despite not doing it. Simple solutions are difficult to process when we have a mental challenge in our head on moving forward on this concept. For example, since I'm a chiropractor and this is a chiropractic podcast, have you ever been told to visit the chiropractor from a friend or family member, or have you ever told a friend or family member to visit the chiropractor and they just won't budge? You see, this advice may have come up due to that person experiencing a recent or past injury that isn't resolving on its own accord, or maybe you have been led to the chiropractor or you are trying to lead someone to the chiropractor because you stand firm in the results of what you see in your quality of life due to visiting the chiropractor or getting adjusted on a regular basis. Regardless of the why the conversation's being brought up to this person being moved towards the chiropractor or moved towards the river to drink some water, Let's step back and look at the underlying goal this conversation is trying to attain. It's an attempt to lead someone because they are thirsty and that person who is leading sees that they could benefit from something that they to themselves have benefited from. Now, not everyone will be ready to accept wisdom that is being shared before them. Some will refuse to drink the water simply because they're not ready for the truth. It's a mental challenge. It's a mental struggle. But with that being said, there are those, and maybe you included, who love taking on new wisdom, love taking on new advice, love the concept of this teacher-student approach to growing in life and becoming better and absorbing that wisdom uh, within themselves. And if that's you, I challenge you to continue to take that approach in life because that is a fundamental truth that will continue to add to your bucket because you are still growing as an individual. But if you've got someone around you, if you've got a friend or family member around you, and there are plenty of people around us that could become better from benefiting from wisdom, I motivate you, I motivate this podcast episode to continue to lead and continue to encourage 
those around us to making positive life-changing choices. You see, better you, better way implies that becoming better is incorporated through positive choices into your lifestyle on a consistent basis, regardless of the current situation. So you're making positive choices. You're constantly drinking your water, even though you're not thirsty, because when the time comes and you are thirsty, that means that you're dehydrated and it's usually too late to catch up or it takes longer to catch up. So for those around us that are seeing benefits from drinking water on a consistent basis, uh, it may be because they feel better. It may be because they function better. The majority of us that are making positive choices on becoming better may not even realize in its uh, complete entirety uh, that all that's changing with each choice is beyond our comprehension. There are trillions and trillions of cells within our physiology and every choice we make for our quality of life influences on a, on a trillion cell level. And so being able to comprehend all of the positive effects from one positive choice may be beyond our comprehension. The changes that we see from the positive lifestyle choices we make do not always line up in a direct cause and effect. I like to refer to these positive choices we make for our physiology as more of an influencing factor. The positive choices we make for our physiology has an overall influence on our well-being, and this is often referred to as holism or a holistic perspective. The impact of the greater good in multiple areas rather than a linear impact, A causing B and B causing C. With the trillions of cells in our physiology, making positive choices for an overall influence, such as eating an apple a day every day, may not be perceivable. You may not be able to feel the difference from the outside, but from the inside out, your body's innate intelligence is using every ounce of those positive choices you're making, such as the fiber in the apple to keep your blood sugar level in balance for a longer time. It continues to benefit your body in more ways than just the fiber influencing your blood sugar level as well, because as that correlates to your cardiovascular health and circulatory system, you may not even feel the difference, but it's influencing your well-being on many levels. The reason I share this information is it, it should inspire you to know that positive choices, little choices to becoming better, is creating a restoration of a better you from the inside out. And I know there are plenty of people around us that need restoration due to the fact that most, if not all of us, are physically uh, stressed and mentally demands are not getting any lighter on a day-to-day -day basis. And what can happen is this can turn into compensation over time due to the daily challenges and stress draining our physiology. 
And I use the word draining on purpose as water can relate uh, to many things. And in this instance, we can use water relating to the concept of energy. Life is energy and energy is never stagnant. It's either moving in the favor of more expression or less expression due to something physically repressing it. Energy is neither created nor destroyed, but it can definitely be expressed or repressed due to physical constraints. The energy source to our well-being is how chiropractic and chiropractors get excited on this concept of promoting more whole body benefits. It's the reason chiropractors are so energetic about people visiting them on a regular basis. Focusing in on this principle that our body generates and coordinates well-being through energy is a step in the direction of making a positive life choice for your quality of living or a higher state of being. With a, brain, with a brain being the source of your life energy, it literally sends energy down the spinal cord and then out to your entire body through the neurological system. This cycle then repeats back from the body back through the nerves up the spine into the, into the brain where this cyclical approach is creating a flow to your state of being. The cyclical flow of energy from brain to body and body to brain through your neurological system is how trillions of cells work together in a physi physiological coordinated state. So health really is coordination and coordination is flow and physiology working together. One positive choice that millions of people on a regular basis make is visiting their chiropractor for a spinal evaluation for the detection and correction of vertebrae or bones that are physically contributing to neurological dysfunction or stress in some way or some manner. When any of the 24 vertebrae subluxate out of proper position and irritate rather than protect the neurological system, interference can occur in the transmission of tr neurological life-sustaining or life-coordinating uh, impulses between brain and body or body and brain. Chiropractors refer to this as vertebral subluxation, and that is their goal and their vision is getting more people checked and adjusted for vertebral subluxation and it's accomplished through a specific chiropractic adjustment. Very similar to the dimmer on the light switch allowing more light to shine, the chiropractor looks for where that dimmer switch is on the spine and, and gently pulls or pushes that switch in the direction for more expression or more transmission of impulse. Something that uh, inspires me to share with you on this podcast is you can lead people to a life with more energy, but you can't make them get adjusted and express more of that energy. You, we can continue to talk about these concepts and these principles of physiology and these principles of energy and physics, 
but we can't force someone to do it. It must come through a positive choice that they're making on their own accord. But the goal is to continue to educate yourself or educate others on this concept that chiropractic adjustments open up the circuitry between brain and body by creating less interference in the neurological system, allowing more normal function to occur throughout the entire body due to adequate nerve supply. Now, I give this in a philosophical and principle point of view, but something that you should always understand when you're educating and when you're talking about chiropractic is results differ from person to person. So how much better someone can get depends upon how much better they need to be. People are in different states of condition and people will make different contributions in other areas that contribute to chiropractic. Chiropractic is not by any means the one thing that contributes to everything and nothing else is needed. It's one piece of the well-being puzzle. Other areas are necessary in order for chiropractic to work. But chiropractic focuses on this concept of vertebral subluxations influencing a positive impact on quality of life due to the fact that neurological system impacts many areas in your quality of living. Chiropractors help to promote more well-being through the application of specific adjustments, and this can be a better choice to influencing your physiology in a better way. Thanks for joining us on this episode today. We will catch you on the next one. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As B.J. Palmer said, you never know how far-reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. This information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between 
chiropractic care, and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.